We gotta fix ourselves, girl. <laughs> Welcome to Mia J's toolbox. It's time to glow up. We growing and glowing and working on us. Mia J's toolbox got tools just for us. We going higher and higher. We going higher. We growing and glowing and working on us. Mia J's toolbox got tools to help us. To release my bottled up thoughts, my pain, my emotions, everything that I have been feeling for the last past weeks, months, that I just want to release. And not to release to have a dialogue with someone, but just more so like a monologue. Like I just want to talk and be free to do so. And just to release the load that I've been carrying and just get it out so despite the the many things that have occurred that I might not be grateful for I just want to start by giving gratitude and I am extremely grateful for me have having the the, the energy and the willpower to start this podcast and create a space for me to be able to go into a space that is warm, a space that is peaceful for me, a space where I have supporters and a tribe and people that I know that are not going to judge me. And if they do, there are going to be always some people that's going to judge. But if they do, I don't even have to be worried by it because I just, I'm not presented with any negativity surrounding this space that I've created. And so I'm super grateful and super thankful for this opportunity to be able to release and share my thoughts in hopes of helping someone else. So over the past three months or just like this year, since the beginning of this year, this has been a very peculiar year for me as with probably a lot of other people. Um, It's just started off real different. And so, so many things that were outside of our control, my control, that it was like a real priority shift occurred where me personally, I had to shift my priorities and as things were changing outside of my control, I had to realize where did I wanna put most of my energy? Where did I wanna exhaust it? Um, you know, was it me trying to make sure I'm staying up with everything that's changing from a business standpoint? Is it pouring into my family? Is it pouring into me? I had to really, really shift my priorities. And when I did that, um, I saw that I was completely out of balance. Um, 
or out of the balance that I was I was aiming towards. I was aiming towards a certain place, a goal that I had to be balanced and I was so far from that. So I just had to realign and as I was doing it, I literally was shaking off all anxiety that could have presented itself to me. I just shook it off and my priority started off as like family. So I gave everything to my family um, during this peculiar time, you know, especially let's starting, starting in March. Um, and I was struggling to keep up with these other areas in my life because it was just, I was giving so much to my family. And so I was struggling. I was feeling bad. I would feel anxiety. I would resist it. And, you know, it was an ongoing cycle to where when it came down to my creativity and breathing life into this podcast, um, environment that I've created I just did not have the creativity The, I just didn't have the direction to even keep it going because that was not a priority to me it wasn't as, um, as high as priority as other things right and so you know I was just beating myself up about it I was beating myself up about it I was feeling really bad about it and it really you know it kept just going I wanted to have this dual energy to keep my my this newfound happiness going for me but meanwhile I did what I knew best and I just ended up family first right and so even though I was a, I was trying to figure out ways to you know like keep going and things I was talking to my brother it was around Mother's Day and I hadn't made any plans I have a platform that I created to celebrate mothers and women and on Mother's Day I hadn't even sat down and allowed myself the creative space to do something celebratory for us mothers and I was really sad about it <laughs> um just because it wasn't that oh my god you know people aren't gonna see me it wasn't that it was just that I just was not allowing myself this this space to be able to do something that I have found myself to really enjoy and to connect with this this environment, this community that I've created, right? And so um, I was just kind of beating myself up. And I was talking to my brother, and he was so encouraging to me that particular evening. It was Mother's Day night, and I went into his man cave, and we talked. And I was beating myself up like, man, I just don't know how I, like, you know, I just, I'm not able to stay focused. And, you know, I used to be this, the version of me that I remember me being like when I was in college and just, you know, like before kids, I would just go so hard. And I was just so proud of like my accomplishments, man. And he, he agreed. He was like, yeah, I was really proud of you. I, you know, I've always been proud of you, but you just got to go hard. Um, you just got to go hard. And we began talking so much often, like so, like after Mother's Day, me and my brother was talking so much. He was just calling me just to kind of, you know, tell me about his wins, his losses, what he learned from them, you know, how he was really, really going hard. He had came to the point he had been, you know, being an entrepreneur for so long and he had made so many mistakes, so many mistakes that he learned from. And he was just giving me so much wisdom. And we were standing on the phone for hours, like about two hours. Like just, he he's taking care of business. I'm, you know, handling the kids. I'm just, we both just sitting on the phone, just talking. And I was so inspired. I was so, so inspired by him. I never like told him, you know, 
how inspiring he was to me at that time. I never even told him how proud I was because I really was proud. And I didn't think that, you know, I would have a, a, a last chance to do so. But what I did tell him is that, like, man, you broke some things down to me that I went to college and got a college degree. And I wasn't able to understand certain concepts like that. You know, I appreciate it. And it was just this space that I was in, like trying to dig myself out of this, you know, like this this space that I had crawled into, um, kind of beating myself up, feeling like, you know, I'm, I'm out of sync, I'm out of balance. And as I was being helped up out this hole, my brother gave giving me his hand, helping me up, you know, within a, the, a week or so, you know, like about a week. It's like I was just kicked back into the hole, but further. It wasn't even that same hole. It was a whole new hole. A whole new hole full of hurt, full of pain, full of shock, full of disbelief, full of anger, full of anxiety. It was just a whole new place. And it was not my brother kicking me. It was somebody else unknown. Somebody I never came in contact with. Somebody I didn't know. And it was on... Um, May 21st that I got a call that my brother had been shot and I instantly got really calm and I was just like let's calm down like talk to him I just said went into prayer and I was just like my brother gonna be okay he gonna pull through this like I don't know what this is about but you know or not even so much if I didn't know because I had talked to my brother the day before but pretty much I was just like nothing but positivity nothing but positivity because he's gonna make it through this and I was so positive about it I just I prayed so hard I was just you couldn't have paid me to believe that he wasn't gonna pull through and four days later when he didn't you know when it was 11 years and one week after my my dad had passed um you couldn't have told me that that was gonna happen that way that my brother had been shot in his place of business um by a young black man and that he wasn't going to be able to make it he was going to be taken at 33 that he was we were not going to live our lives um until we was old and gray and having great grandkids and great grandkids like you weren't gonna you wouldn't be able to tell me that and coming from being such so so inspired within like I mean it was literally like a really blissful time for us like he had always inspired me but it was something different about this time like we spoke so much that, like I'm not gonna say more than we ever had because we always talked but it was just different and um once once this happened you know like once this happened I was completely upset I was I had so many emotions I, I was sad I was shocked I was angry I was so many things and I was just like I couldn't believe God like I'm like we prayed so hard like how could this happen he was a good guy like why didn't you use him as a testimony like he could have you know told people how you how he was shot and you know like you protected his organs that you protected his arteries that you protected him in that and that he was able to walk away from it I just knew God was gonna be able to do that right and I was upset when it didn't happen. And I went through, it was like everything was happening so immediate. I was going into these places by myself, just praying and just upset and going through the motions of this. And 
I just, through all of this, through all of this, I've just been trying to figure out, like, what, what is there meaning behind anything? Like, what can I have to look forward to? Like, what are some things that, what can I have to look forward to? And I just look forward to the fact that I feel like my brother was making his deposits, his love deposits. Um, he gave his daughter promise rings, his, both of his daughters promise rings. He gave his son a necklace, something that he was just, he's so proud of even today, six-year-old. He gave his wife gift, a gift. Um, and he was just pouring into so many people, like really like, just hard pouring into people like everyone who was just around and coming around and sharing stories it was like he was really making his deposits and I'm just like I feel more equipped to be able to be strong in him um to be able to really really like cherish everything like from that time to every other time like who he was to me what he did to me what he did for me as a big brother I I just literally felt empowered to be able to keep going forward and just holding on to like his words, his last words, like our conversations that we had together. Um, I just became very determined to like focus on that and just to like invite his energy to me and, you know, like just be in a, a place where it's like I'm at peace knowing just that he's good and just knowing that like he was like on an assignment or something and it was just time for him to his assignment was done and so I've been trying to be so very positive to just keep on fighting and it just it brought up a fight in me you know like I wanted to fight I wanted to fight for my brother to be seen as an important person being snatched from you know my family's life um, I wanted the news to know who he was, that he was a businessman, that he was an honorable man, that he was um, just a good person in society. Like he just wasn't a person, a thug, a, a somebody doing some illegal activities or anything like that. Like this was a stand up guy that his life was taken because a, a customer was upset about a card, you know, like having some issues in which he did make an agreement to actually um, fix and, and settle the issues the day before, which my brother told me personally. And by him being able to try to squash this situation with this person, you know, to shake hands for the guy to apologize before leaving the day before and to come back and take his life in cold blood, man, it's just like I wanted people to know that that was something that had that wasn't deserving of him and that like they really robbed a family of a loved one that meant so much and that was a good person, a good God-fearing person, um, a good spirit. And so I just had to fight to really like acknowledge who my brother was and who he who, who he will live on to be. Um, I also found it in me you know, as I'm going through this personally, the nation is suffering and going through so much hurt from brutal killings, you know, at the hands of the the opposite, you know, like the, the non-black versus black and all of that, you know, like everything being so 
race-related, race-driven. And don't get me wrong, I'm a black woman and I'm totally, totally affected by it. I have a black son, so I totally get that that's something that we should be concerned with. But I was like, man, growing up black all my life, I've heard so much more of black-on-black violence of like, you know, being in fourth grade and my fourth grade first little crush um, that he was killed by black, like, you know, just being in his neighborhood and guns fired and he was killed. I mean, it just started so young and it's been like ever since so many different people and so many families have been like targeted, you know, from just black on black crime. We aren't coming together to really like protect one another or see one another as an extension of one another. Like you, my black sister, you, my black brother, you know, like you could be my black mama, my black auntie, my black uncle, my black dad or whatever. We don't see each other. And it's because I get it. The pain, the, the systematic oppression and, and injustices and all of that type of stuff that have happened to us or has been designed for us to operate and live amongst. I get the history of it, but it's like, what are we going to do? Like, how can we fight? Like, what can we do to really improve the mentality that we have regarding one another? Like, it's like we coming together in solidarity to, to speak on, you know, non-black on black crimes, but it's like, how can we come together in solidarity when it comes to black on black crimes? How can we come together and we really put up a fight against that? Because that is what's at a 94% rate of, you know, if you're looking at homicides that happen within the black community, 94% is going to be at the hands of us on us. So what can we do about that? And that's something that I don't have the answers to. It's something that I want to put out into the community and we think about what can be done because as much as I risk my black son being killed at the hands of a racist non-black person, I also run the risk of my black son being harmed by another black person within society that could be his brother, his cousin, his sister, like his uncle or any type of like seen as one of like it's one of us like he can be harmed by that person and to me I feel like that's something that is that's a great loss it's this families losing all around the board and it's hurting families all around the board within our community and what are we going to do about it and so I felt like the fight just to fight for that you know I felt like just fighting for you know just his justice to be served I just got in real fight mode, you know, like I had the power to just fight for my brother. And I have to acknowledge that I am heartbroken and that I do have to heal. And I'm just finding those different ways of like what is helping me to heal, what is um, what is good therapy for me and what does that look like? And so, you know, this is the second loss that I've had to deal with of somebody who was close to me. 11 years ago, it was my dad. Um, 11 years and a week ago, before my brother passed, my dad passed. And I was 19 when that happened. And I was so emotionally um, unstable. Like I was just, I was young. I didn't really know what to do when I felt emotions that I didn't like. I didn't know 
I didn't know how to handle my emotions. You know, I was very, very inequipped with how to properly deal with grief and hurt and anger. And I just wanted to package it up, tuck it away, not think of it. I didn't really want to look at, you know, pictures and I didn't want to think about it. I like just wanted to suppress it. I wanted to just work. I had just got a new job and I just, I didn't want to think about it. And 11 years goes by and it's like my dad became more of a distant memory because I had tucked him away. But what I can say is that in my healing process, I know that I want to acknowledge that I don't want to tuck my brother and his memory away. I wanted to live. I wanted to be immortal. I wanted to just like live amongst me. I want to remember him. I want to remember what he talked like, you know, how he was there for me, how he loved me, how he loved his kids, how he loved his family, you know, what his principles, what his morals stood on. Like, I want to remember everything about him. So as his kids are growing, I can be there for them and I can be his voice since he can no longer talk and I can be his legs since he can no longer walk. Like I can help to breathe his his life into them, the life that I was able to, you know, live amongst him for 31 years. Like I can now be able to take those seeds that he planted in me and water the ones that he planted in them and just like to keep his legacy alive. That's that's. That's where I want to heal, the space in which I want to heal. And I just, I don't want to suppress him. And that's the only thing that I can, you know, really, really, like, I can't stress enough. I don't want to suppress him. And so I am, as I'm healing, I am embracing fully my brother's present. I'm welcoming his energy. Um, and I'm just... I'm committed, like I'm purpose to help him to like just live out his legacy and, you know, the good person that he was, the loving brother that he was to me, you know, his name will be remembered. His name will go in the history books. And so I just want to invite anyone who is on this journey just to give your permit yourself permission to know how you want to heal, know know that it's a healing process involved and that you got to guide it that you got to be in power you know seek peace as you're healing seek do everything to seek peace set tones set environments you know like if it's a certain smell that you need to help to calm you down calm down your senses if it's a certain like just sound that you need to hear if you need to hear meditation music if you need to just whatever it is that you need find that find different things that you may not even know that you need just research it look into it try it pray meditate and just like if it's somebody that you really love it's like lift them up in power and don't suppress them you know like just just really allow yourself to to dwell in the space that you once shared with them and everything that they poured into you, everything that you, they inspired you by, inspired, that was inspiring to you. Just everything that you loved about them, let that love and let that light show, show it. Let that be something that come out in you and just harness that energy. And that's what I am 
literally giving my, myself permission to do. I'm also giving myself permission when I'm angry to release that. Like I found that when it's boxes that laid around my house that need to be broken down, I use that as my punching bag. I use my fist. I, I allow myself to release that anger and I break down those boxes with my fist. And it, when I'm done, I'm so full. Like it's just, I really allow myself to just release of that energy. I take a run. I'll work out. I'll do something to just harness that energy when I'm mad. Like, let it come out. You have to let it come out. Um, I just also allow myself to cry. Like, one of my friends asked me, like, I haven't seen you sad. And I'm like, you got to think. I spend so much time away. Like, like, I have so much time to myself. And I got such a great and amazing support team that allows me you know, to have time just with myself without my children, without being interrupted and I can cry and I can, I have my moments where I give myself that opportunity because I am hurt and I give myself permission to cry, but I just don't give myself permission to stay in the satin state and to let my life pass me by. Because what I do know is that life isn't promised and we never know when it's our last opportunity to make the best of our life, to fulfill our purpose, to make our footprint on the world. Like we never know when we may not have that opportunity. And if I haven't learned anything else about my brother, like he was going hard, like he was going hard. And although his journey may have have stopped in the physical form, he's still racing on in his spiritual form. I do believe that. But it's like he really gave it all he had. And for me, I feel like it's just time for me to step it up and just press on and keep going and to just remember him. And so I got so much therapy out of just doing this that I ended up just listening, just going back and reviewing pictures and videos and just things that I was reminded of him. And so I remembered that we had recorded a conversation when I first told him I wanted to start me a podcast or a YouTube. I didn't know what it was, a blog. And we talked about it. And I was like, I really want to inspire moms. I really want to inspire moms to like, you know, be, just take care of their household and, you know, like take care of their business. Just, just to be bomb, like be a mom and have it all basically and how to do that. And we had this conversation and I recorded it because I was like, I want to make sure I record this because I don't want to forget what we're talking about. And I want to, you know, when I go back and I'm thinking about what I'm going to do, I am going to, you know, play it and I'm going to pull from it. And so when I started my podcast, I forgot about that and I didn't play it and I didn't pull from it. And so as I'm thinking about everything that reminds me of him and just getting to that point, I remembered that I recorded this and I listened to it and it really reminded me of why I started this podcast, started this environment, did everything that I started. It reminded me of why I did it and somewhere along the way. And I know how that kind of that, that journey happened where I got off of that. Um, but this right here has gotten me to see like you know just get back on the path that you were traveling make your mark share share like my experiences help others those who are grieving 
those who have experienced loss, those who are just in a bad place right now. And they're just like, life is just hard, like inspire, like encourage, get there, give them some strength, um, pray for their strength and, and just, yeah, like that's what I started this to do. And not to say that I don't believe that I was doing that, but the conversation just, it really just uplifted my spirit. And I was just happy that, you know, I had that and that, yeah, like my brother, I was still seeing that he was, his presence is still felt, you know? So that was really, that was something that made me really happy. It was like the bright side of everything. And so as I come to a close of just, you know, ending my dear diary entry, <laughs> um, I've just really decided to direct all of my emotions and my energy towards something that I can breathe life into. And I'm just really purposed to keep my brother's legacy going and just to really like go hard in life, make my mark, leave my footprint and inspire those because, you know, it's going to be a moment in time when I'm not going to have that opportunity anymore. And so I want to invite others to do the same, do the same. And if you are going through something, just find the way for you to get through it peacefully and empower. And so um, just catch next episode. And that's going to be where I'm going to invite you in on that conversation that I had with my brother. Um, and yeah, so I can just share that with you guys so you can see how awesome of a guy he was and how passionate of a guy he was and how he was my, that was my guy. So I'm going to share that with you. I thank you for meeting me and for coming into this space with me. And I hope that it helps someone. And if you are going through something and you need some help, I want to just encourage you to find a counselor, to find a grief counselor at that and talk to someone and get coached through your grieving process. Don't do it alone. This life wasn't meant to be had and shared alone. So I want to encourage you to do that and give yourself permission to just to heal in peace and in power. And if you like the tips and the tools that you receive by listening today, be sure to subscribe on Apple Podcasts. And if you really, really liked what you received today, be sure to rate, review, and tell a sis to tell a sis to listen to Mia J's Toolbox, which is now available on all major platforms. And also follow me on I Am Mia J on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. You got this, sis. It's time to glow up.